Welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Therapy, the podcast that empowers you to transform life's challenges into opportunities for personal growth and healthier relationships. We're your hosts, Tim and Ruth Olson, licensed marriage and family therapists and trauma experts. As experienced therapists with backgrounds in addressing trauma and mental health disorders, we believe there is hope and there certainly is healing. We've spent our lives supporting people through the ups and downs, and we want to share these insights with you. Together, we'll unravel the layers of personal growth healing from trauma, and building healthy relationships. Each week, we'll bring you engaging conversations, expert insights, and practical strategies to help you heal from the past, foster healthy communication, and develop enduring love. This podcast is your guide to transforming adversity into triumph, healing wounds and past trauma, gaining wisdom and insight, and creating meaningful, fulfilling connections. So if you're here to heal, to better understand yourself or your relationships, you're in the right place. So sit back, get comfortable, bring your trauma and your drama, and let's start healing. Welcome Welcome to to Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Therapy. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. We're super excited to have you here today. What we're going to be talking about today is how to enjoy the holidays. Now, I know this episode may be coming a little bit early in some people's minds, but I think in order to prep yourself for the holidays, you have to start early. If you're waiting when you're already in the midst of it, you're already too late. And so what we want to do is try to help you guys get prepared and set up and ready for victory and enjoyment of the holidays way before they're actually here. Now, before we get started, we'd really appreciate it if you guys took a little bit of time and you rated our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Doing that helps to extend our reach and helps more people who could benefit from this podcast to find it. So let's jump into today's episode. So we're going to break this into two episodes And we have a list of 12 tips that might help you to be more intentional during this holiday season. So this past week for our family was fall break. And we have been running and going and doing all these things. But I don't think I really realized how much we were doing until this past week when a lot of the things we were doing were on break. So this week we didn't have dance. We didn't have Awana. We didn't have soccer. We didn't have our homeschool co-op. And so this week I realized how nice that rest was. And it really hit me how much we have been going and going. And so because we had this time, we wanted to make sure we were intentional with it. And so Tim and I had talked about really using this time to take each of our children on their one-on-one dates or their one-on-one time. And so we did that. We took each of our kids on their dates. And I took them to the park and we went to a different place that had a volleyball pit and they just played in the sand there. And as I was sitting at the picnic bench, kind of watching them, usually I have this feeling of, okay, we got to get going because we have this next thing that we have to go to. But it was so nice just to let them play and just to watch them and not feel so hurried on to the next thing. And as we go now into the holidays, October for me starts to feel like the beginning of all the holidays, or at least preparing for them. And next week, as we start back up with all the activities, I know it'll get busy again. And then once November hits, we're going to really hit the ground running with all the holiday stuff. And a lot of it is really great stuff and fun things that we do as a family. But the holidays can be so busy. And Tim's totally right. We want to make sure that we talk about this and be intentional as we go into the holiday season. Because if we're in the midst of it and we're already feeling busy and chaotic, then it's probably too late. 
So this week was just such a nice reminder and such a stark contrast between how busy we've been and be able to slow down and really be in the moment and enjoy the things that we're doing at that moment without having to rush to the next thing. And I think the whole goal of our podcast here today is to try and make the holidays more enjoyable like that, where you're not frantically running around trying to do everything. And so the first thing we're going to talk about is setting realistic expectations. So what can you actually accomplish? What do you actually want to do during the holidays? And then what is actually feasible to do? And sitting down and thinking, okay, what do we want to do? How are we going to handle this? And so I know a lot of people, they travel to their parents' house and then their in-laws' house and friends' house and things like that. But then stopping and thinking, okay, what do we want to do if we want this to be an enjoyable holiday season for our family? And I think that is one of the things that should be the higher priority is, hey, our family's needs are important. Do we want to try to take care of and satisfy other people's needs? Absolutely. But is that the highest priority? And the answer should be no. Our own family should be the high priority as far as what we're going to be willing to commit ourselves to doing. Right. And it's not to say that we are trying to be self-centered and just think about our family. But it's kind of that idea on the airplane where you put your oxygen mask on first and then you put it on your child. If you are running ragged and if you are doing things out of obligation and not finding the joy in it, and this is at the core of why you're doing everything, then you really do lose out on the joy and you're not able to serve others and love others the best you can if your family and your needs aren't being met. So it's not the self-centered thing that we're trying to portray at all today. But I do think so often, and I am so guilty of this, that I want to do all the things all of the time and I want to experience all the things that then the joy of it and the intention of it is gone because we're doing too many things. And I can see just the exhaustion on the kids' faces or Tim's face and what I meant and set up for my family to be such a fun and joyous activity no longer is. And so when I have such high expectations that we're going to do all of this, I really need to back it up. And Tim really helps me set more of a realistic expectation. But I have to remember times like this past week where it was just so nice to really slow down and not get caught up in everything. And so as you go into the season, really have realistic expectations on what is healthy and good for your family and what can be a blessing for your family so that later on we will talk about being able to bless others and be involved in the lives of others, being able to volunteer, do all the other things that are so important. But first, make sure that you are healthy and that you are getting that oxygen first. I think a part of the struggle people have is that they think that when the holidays come around that they can be superhuman and they can do everything perfectly and they can please everybody. But the problem is that that's not true and that's not going to happen. And I think the more that you get caught up in that, the less enjoyable the holidays are going to get for you. And we talked about this in a previous podcast where we talked about perfectionism. And when it comes into the holidays, the goal should be enjoyment, having fun with family, celebrating, those kinds of things. But if it gets stuck onto Thanksgiving dinner has to be perfect, the Christmas decorations have to be flawless, and I have to get the perfect presents for everybody. If you're getting stuck in that, you're missing the point of what the holidays are there for. It's not for perfectionism. It's for celebration and having fun. Oh, for sure. And that makes me think of Tim's mom, who is honestly one of my best friends. When we take pictures with the family, and actually there are lots of times where I'm like, come on, you guys, let's do this. And I get frustrated and I'm trying to take the perfect picture. But 
Afterwards, her and I always joke about it that really our favorite pictures are the ones where the kids are crazy or I have one of my daughters <laughs> when she does not want to take pictures. Lately, she has just been turning directly to the side. So I have two specific pictures where I can think of in my mind where everyone's looking and they're smiling <laughs> and she is just faced directly to the side with her shoulder to us. And it is hilarious to us. And I think this is a great reminder, especially for me, about setting realistic expectations with pictures, especially now that we have five kids. The chances of <laughs> getting one picture where they are all looking and they're all smiling takes a really long time. And I think I've come to the point where when we're looking through the pictures, I realize, OK, this person's smiling. OK, this person's not. This person blinked. This person's looking away. And there's never going to be a perfect picture. And so really finding the joy like we do, being able to laugh about, oh, man, look at these pictures. These are our favorite ones. The next one we want to talk about is planning ahead. And so a major point of doing the podcast about this now is that it's giving you time to prep and get ready for the holidays. And so one of the things is trying to do anything that you can now before you get into the crazy season. If you're like me and you don't like going out Black Friday shopping because that sounds like a <laughs> horrifying experience, then you want to start shopping now and buying things now, or at the very least, farming up lists of things that you want to buy for people so that if you are waiting for those deals to come around, then all you have to do is pull the trigger at that time. But trying to set up things and think in your mind, okay, what do I want to serve for Thanksgiving dinner already? Whose house do we want to go to for Christmas or who do we want to have over for Christmas? And trying to set up all that stuff now ahead of time. And it's not necessarily that you have to like race and have it all set up right now, but just already pre-thinking it, doing planning, maybe already starting to set some things in motion for it. And I do have to jump in here and say, Tim went Black Friday shopping with me once and that was it. <laughs> he was like, never again. And I appreciated his effort that day because I knew that it was definitely a labor of love and was never something he would have ever chosen. I think the thing that really got me was it was tons of people, which was uncomfortable. But then going through that discomfort, then there weren't really that good at deals that I was getting on stuff that I wanted to buy. And so then I was like, what is even the point of this? It seemed like a totally worthless exercise to me. Not only were some of the things not the greatest of deals, but then some of the things that we had our eyes on previous to Black Friday actually had increased prices. <laughs> and so then that made me even more bad. I was like, this is totally ridiculous. I'm never going through this rigmarole again to get scammed and have to pay more for something that was supposed to be on sale. And that's the difference between an optimist who I am looking and hopeful that I'll find deals and a pessimist. And really, he's a realist. I understand that. But it's just so funny. And I appreciate his effort. But I do think that this is a good one, planning ahead as much as you can, because I think there are years where I had every intention to plan ahead and get things done. And then I'm still up, you know, into the wee hours of the morning setting up for Christmas. But I know that that can be prevented by being able to plan ahead. But there have been a couple other years where it's been so nice to have everything done early and I get to go to bed and I get to rest and then, you know, be up and present the next day for everyone and able to enjoy it myself. And I know there are definitely extremes on this. There are people who are like by September, okay, I'm done with my Christmas shopping. And then there are people out there on the 24th 
but it is so nice. And I am so thankful when I am able to get things done ahead of time. And I would even say part of that is delegating, that things don't have to be perfect. So my kids love wrapping gifts and they love shopping for gifts. So what we've been doing for birthdays and Christmas, at least within our own family, is Tim and I will get them, you know, a little something, but then I'll take each of them out and they'll all go shopping for each other. And then they get to wrap their own gifts. And really, I don't help them a whole lot with that. And so they get to wrap it, they get to decorate it however they want to. And it's so nice because they're excited about it. And it gets them more excited about giving to others. But it also takes something really big off of my plate in having to sit down and wrap all the gifts and making things look perfect and wrapping nice because they're so excited of wrapping it themselves and giving it. The third tip is to budget. Because one of the big stressors of the holiday season really can be the financial stress and the financial aspect of it. And so making sure that you're setting a reasonable budget for gifts and food and other holiday expenses. And we'll go into this a little bit later on the tip about mindful gifting. But part of it is there are so many obligations that happen and that we feel and the pressure of it. But making sure that you take some of that off of your plate as best as you can and really plan financially for the season coming up. And I think people's poor budgeting really shows where small businesses will stop spending as much money, where people won't do work on their cars, where even medical procedures might be put off because people are anticipating how much they're going to be spending for the holidays. But right now is enough time to start budgeting and getting prepped for it so that you don't have to put off other important things or just try to limp through some type of emergency situation because you spent all of your money. But if you take some time now to try to budget and kind of pre-plan, what is it that I can save now to be prepped to buy in a month or two? Or what can I start buying now so that I can offset the cost for later and I can spread it out so it doesn't impact me all in one month? These are really important things to do, again, to help you enjoy the holidays. Because if you spend all of your money and everybody has a fun time, but now you got a giant credit card bill that you got coming due or some other expenses you can't take care of because you spent too much buying presents, that's really going to put a damper on how it feels for you. And the holidays are going to be less fun and enjoyable for you because of that. Yeah, it's almost what I was talking about earlier as far as being so busy and wanting to do all these fun things for the family that I miss out on the purpose of it all to bring joy to my family. And so if I'm doing all these things and we're so busy that people are now getting frustrated with each other and they're so tired, then I'm totally missing the point of it. And it's the same thing with the budget, that if you're so caught up in gifting and having to do all these things out of people pleasing and obligation, and then you rack up this huge bill and it puts that stress on you, and you're trying to buy all these things for your kids and all the different experiences, but then you're so stressed financially that now you're snapping at your kids and you're fighting with your wife and there's not harmony in the home, but there's stress and tension. That really misses out on the point of what you're trying to do by buying all these things for your kids. You're trying to bring joy to your kids, but they would rather have a peaceful home and have fun and make memories with you than get all this stuff that they'll forget about in a couple weeks and have all the yelling and fighting at home. And so really figure out what is it this season for your family that you're going to focus on 
And don't forget the main point of what you're trying to do. So kind of along with budgeting, we want you guys to be aware that you don't want to take the holidays as a reason to just kind of cut loose and do whatever you want. This is still just a regular part of your life. And if you use the holidays as an excuse to behave poorly, whether it's with eating or with finances or with alcohol or any kind of substances, that you're setting yourself back from other goals that you may have. Right. And so in just a couple of months, we're going to be heading into the new year. And so then people are going to be setting up New Year's resolutions and things like that. Well, if you wanted to make your New Year's resolution easier, starting off even before we get to the holidays with being mindful and careful with how much we're eating or how much alcohol we're consuming or how much we're spending on Christmas, these types of things can give you this automatic jumpstart on what your goals are. So if your goal is to lose weight, being cautious when it comes up to the holidays as to how much you're eating and not just having a stereotypical day on Thanksgiving where you just eat so much that you're just about able to burst or you're drinking yourself under the table at almost all of the holiday gatherings or if you're trying to save up money for a retirement or to buy a house or something along these lines that it's not setting you back from that goal that you want to achieve in the next year. So coming into the holiday season thinking about what are we already planning on doing for our New Year's resolution and getting a jump start on that right now and not waiting for that time. Because I think what happens a lot of times is people start thinking, hey, that New Year's resolution's coming up. So before that comes up, I'm going to have a last hurrah before we get there. But then a lot of times is you're going to do so much damage before you get there that by the time you get there and the time you spend actually working on your New Year's resolution, you don't ever actually make up the ground that you lost from kind of cutting loose before New Year's came. Oh, for sure. And I think remembering that we're in October right now, you still have a whole quarter of the year left. This is quarter four. And there's a lot that you can still do in this quarter. So as much as we go into the holiday season and we do kind of get lax on a lot of things, I love what Tim's saying about setting your New Year's resolutions now and not giving up on the goals that you've already had, but sitting down now and thinking, what are my goals for this last quarter? What can I do in all the different areas, personally, relationally, in my business, spiritually, financially, socially? What are all the things that I want to do in all these different areas and go after it? Because I think the other thing that's also helpful is that if you start now, you're going to start petering off by New Year's, but then everybody jumps on the bandwagon at that time. And then you get a little bit of extra wind in your sails that helps you to continue on longer than you normally would. Tip number five is to practice gratitude. This is really important because we have so much to be grateful for. No matter how little you have, you still have things to be grateful for and thankful for. And so when we talk about not forgetting the point of things, really look at the people around you and being thankful for them, looking at the shelter you have, the food you have, you know, your basic needs that we so often take for granted. And even finding the littlest things to be thankful for and show gratitude for. And I would really implement this throughout your day. So when you're folding clothes, thanking God for the little people that he's blessed you with, that you get this mound of clothes to fold for. Or, you know, thanking God for your husband as you're folding his clothes. Or maybe it's one of your clothes and thanking God for the friend that gave you this. Or maybe you wore it to the last coffee date with a friend and thanking God for them. But looking for reasons throughout the day, you know, doing the dishes, same thing. 
being thankful for the food that you have, being thankful for the people around you and having so many dishes, or as you're picking things up off of the floor, all of these things, it's an opportunity to be grateful. And so as things get busier, still making time to be grateful, whether it's throughout your day or sitting down and, you know, having a gratitude journal and writing three things out every day that you're thankful for. Whatever it is, there are always opportunities around us to be grateful. So the last one we're going to talk about for today is seeking support. So the idea behind this is that when you're coming into the holidays, some people really struggle with the holidays where they could be very anxiety provoking or if you've had loss and those people are no longer there with you for the holidays, that can be a stark reminder to you. And so as we're coming up to it, if you want to reclaim the holidays and you want it to be something that's enjoyable, even though it hasn't been in the past, you want to start taking the time now to try to work at processing through and working through maybe some grief that you haven't addressed or some underlying anxieties that you're having. Because if coming into this time is always just dreadful to you, if it hasn't changed on its own in the last couple of years, just waiting and hoping for it to change is not going to change it. So if you can take some time and some effort and work now at trying to get yourself prepped for it and work through maybe some of the hurts or pain or even explore what may be causing my anxiety around this time, then you can work at trying to reclaim the holidays where you can go into it and enjoy it and have fun and celebrate just what they were meant to be. Absolutely. I think sometimes the holidays can really be such a hard season for people. If you have faced that year after year and you just hate going into the holiday season, then you really need to take a look at that. And then if you've had recent losses, kind of prepping yourself to know that the holidays are a really difficult time. You know, we talked about in our grief episode that there are specific times throughout the year that can be just extra difficult for you. And that may be birthdays or Mother's Day, or maybe every summer you went to the river and that's difficult. But I would say overall that the holidays are a really hard time, especially when you've experienced loss. So allow yourself time to grieve. Expect that. As you go into the holidays, know that it probably will be a really difficult time. And getting the support that you need, even when you feel like, oh, I just want to be alone and I don't want to talk to anyone. Oftentimes, that's when you need it the most. And then for those of you who don't maybe experience this difficulty during the season, just make sure to be aware and look around you and look for people who are really struggling and maybe send them a text and just say, hey, I just want you to know that I'm thinking of you. Maybe bake some extra cookies and send it over. Send them a card in the mail. But it's a great time to look around and see others who need support. All right, you guys, we're going to stop there and we're going to pick up with the other six tips in the next episode. So make sure you tune into that one. Have a great day. And remember, your mind is a powerful thing. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode and found it helpful. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with a friend? Also, we'd love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcast. It lights us up to know that this podcast is helping you. If you have any questions or a topic you'd like discussed in future episodes, visit our Facebook group. Just click the link in the description below. Although we are mental health providers, this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide diagnosis or treatment. 
If you are struggling with persistent mental health issues, chronic marital issues, or feeling hopeless or suicidal, you are not alone. Help is available. Please seek professional help or call the National Suicide Hotline at 988. Thank you again for joining us on Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. Remember, there's always hope and there's always help.